This episode is brought to you by Tractor Beams. Is there something far away you want to be closer? Then use Tractor Beams. We're really out of ideas, aren't we? <laughs> nothing a little music can't help. Rockin', rockin' and rollin'. I'll record a podcast with you. Cassian said I had to. In my head, not fun. I said, seagulls, mm, stop it now. Welcome to episode 22 of Voice of the Rebellion. I'm Mark. I'm Gabe. And there's, like, no news to talk about. There isn't. Uh, the, uh, well, the, I was about to say Voice of the Rebellion, but that's not the name of the show. The name of the show is Rebels. Oh. Rebels is now over. Yeah. Um, I'm behind by a season, so I heard it was very good. Yeah, I read a little bit about what happens. It, it seems fine. I mean, there's nothing, yeah. like, game-changing to Star Wars, I don't think. Yeah. It's just kind of a good ending for the characters. Yeah. Um, not like last time where there was actually something that affected Star Wars. Because we know that uh, Hera, Syndulla, um, she's the pilot. We know that she survives because they mention her uh, in Rogue One. When do they mention her? When they're on um, Yavin, over the loudspeaker intercom, they say General Syndulla to whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we also see Chopper. So, and like, you see the ship. Yes. So we know the ship yeah. survives. But I'm going to be getting caught up because I do actually care about what happens. I just yeah. have gotten behind. So, um, also, our podcast is one year old. <gasps> I realized... Can I um, walk yet? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I would think so. Yeah, it's got legs. Yeah. 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 Um, I uh, went out and was like, I think it's coming up soon. Um, and so I went and checked it out. And February 27th was yeah. the first episode. So... And speaking of birthdays, Mark's birthday is coming up on March 10th. It is. So happy birthday, Mark. Thank you. I'm going to be 33. Oh. Which has special significance for three reasons. One, my favorite number is 11. My favorite number is 11. I didn't know that. Have we not? <laughs> really? Yeah. How did we not? I don't know. Mark and I have known each other for years, and we had yeah. no idea each other's favorite number was 11. No, and so 33 is a multiple of yeah. 11, so I always okay. like the multiples. All right. Um, also, um... The uh, 33 is your Jesus year. That's the year Jesus was 33 years old when he was crucified. <laughs> so so how is this a good omen for you? Well, it's not. Like, it's not. Oh, okay. I'm, like, 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 you have nothing to look forward to. I, I may be executed by the Romans. Oh, okay. But the other good thing is that uh, hobbits, when they turn 33... Are no longer considered tweens. In the it's the between years, the the, the tweens yeah. are the between years of childhood to adulthood. So when you turn thirty three, you're considered an adult. Oh, okay. And Bilbo's birthday party, where you turned eleventy one years old, yeah, that was also Frodo's thirty third birthday. <gasps> oh, so coming of yes, age, exactly. So it's my coming of age in Hobbit. Now years. you should celebrate your birthday like hobbits do. And by giving away presents, you give presents. To I'd actually, else. I'd actually been tempted to do so, but I am a greedy person. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> so, probably why. That's probably why you're being crucified this year. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um. So yeah, it's good times. Um. Let's uh let's stop doing our number podcast and go back to the Star Wars podcast. Yes. Um. Though I could listen, 
yeah. if we wanted to do the entire podcast <laughs> on numbers, on numbers Sweet. I could do it. I'm sure we could. Oh, you know, I actually, I have, I have a question for you. This isn't yeah. news related, but it's kind of okay. like outside of um, topics and we don't have much news, so I figure I can. Sure, why not? So, um, Star Wars. Yes. Could you, if you had only seen the original trilogy... Yes. Could you do an entire podcast no. on Star Wars? You no. don't think so? Well, I think that it would just be fan fiction. Yeah. Because you would just be speculating on all the things that could be in the Star Wars world. Yeah. Because here's the thing. The one thing the prequels did right yeah. was world building. Okay. Now, what about if you add in the prequels? You know, that's six films. Just a podcast on that? Yes. Yeah. Because, yeah. because the prequels are Especially because you don't know the expanded universe much at all. Yeah. But the prequels are the movies yeah. that, um, and this is why I get so annoyed people don't like prequels. Yeah. Without the prequels, you don't have the majority of what you know of as Star Wars. Yeah. Think about it. All the planets you see, yeah. all the different races and aliens, yeah. um, all the different concepts yeah. uh, about what the Jedi are, everything is in the prequels. I ask this because we're at how many Marvel films are we at this point? I don't know. Like we're like 20. Yeah, like 20. Can you imagine doing a, an entire podcast like this on the Marvel films? No, but the problem is you... I don't think I could. No, but you couldn't because it's... But there's, there's far there's more Marvel films than there is yeah, about Star Wars films. Right. Because, which I just find really, really interesting. Because That's because Marvel films have built a world that's realistic as our yeah. own world. Star Wars is much more imaginative. Yeah. And you can, again, you have concepts that you can deal with that are yeah. much more worth discussing than just, yeah. oh... Thanos and also, here. and also, a lot of the Marvel films are just rehashes of "Let's do another origin story." So, like, yeah, that like eliminates I, a bunch they of call them. it the Marvel formula for a reason. Yeah, it's the same thing. Well, it's means. in the same way that I could record an entire podcast entirely on the Lord of the Rings films. Yeah, but I could not do one on the Hobbit trilogy. Right. <laughs> There's just not enough right. there. There's not enough like spiritual yeah. concepts yeah. introduced. Exactly. Um, so I was just something I was thinking about the other day. I was like, I don't think I could actually do, there's been far more Marvel films yeah, and yet it does not resonate and on the same. Yeah, no, I love the Marvel films, but it does not resonate right. on the same level. Right. Which I think is really interesting. Yeah, it's, so. it's because Star Wars is an aspiring story. Yeah. You know, you're, you're thinking beyond. Yeah. So. Okay. So uh, we've got a fan letter. Yes. Not uh, from Brian. Not from Brian. Cause he's a filthy traitor. Glad I'm done with his stupid fan letters. Didn't you declare truce? <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> CJ says, Dear Mark and Gabe, I love the parts when the Ewoks die. What are y'all's favorite death scenes? <laughs> Force be with you, CJ. Very <laughs> dark letter. Um, actually, if you watch Return of the Jedi, it yeah. is really dark when the, when is, the yeah. Ewoks die because like, there's this one scene where one of the Ewoks gets blasted and the other Ewok like, tries to get him up and he's like, hey, hey, hey. Aww. And then he realizes he's dead and he starts like, it's like, it's going, oh. Yeah. It's like, whoa. Um, so, I mean, there's Captain Nita, of course, <laughs> which we discussed last week and it's a great death scene. Yeah, but um, I mean, think like death scene. Yeah. Okay. My favorite, and this isn't just a troll, this is really my, honestly, my favorite, is Han's death scene. Of course it would be. No, it's no, it so is, it is emotional. A, no, it, it is a really good death scene. Like the father yeah. trying to save his son. Yeah. And, and, and fully knowing yeah. what was going to happen. Yeah. Like, um, actually, well, but Vader's death scene with Luke, like, tell your sister 
You she were was right. right. She was right. You yeah. were right. Yeah. You were right. Yeah. Um, that's a good that's one. That's actually probably more. I don't know if that's more moving or not. The, the Order 66 is a fantastic death series, like ser- yeah. series of scenes, just because like you watch these characters, even though like most of them didn't have lines, like everybody loves, uh, what's her name? The, uh, the Twi'lek. Uh, oh, Alia Sakura or something like that. Alia Sakura. Yeah. They love her, but I don't think she has a single line in the entire no. trilogy, but like seeing her gun down is still tragic. What makes that so good is the score. Yeah. It's like super emotional. And the cinematography, like added those yeah. together, but. So yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Wait, is that your favorite then, or sixty six? Qui Gon's death, so. or Shmi's yeah, no. death? Mm. Maybe I can go all ballistic. Yeah, but I just uh, don't care. I don't care enough about Qui Gon or Shmi yeah. to like <laughs> Padme's <be>. death. <laughs> she lost the will to live. Actually, it occurred to me today yeah. when I was thinking about it. What if the Emperor? Because the Emperor talks about how you can manipulate the midichlorians yeah. to create life. Mm-hmm. What if you manipulate the midichlorians in Padme to end her life? Well, there's there's a fan theory out there that basically because she dies at the same time that Darth Vader is brought back to life, that yeah. the Emperor is like siphoning her life off into Vader to like bring him back. But they weren't next to, they weren't by each other during that time. It doesn't matter. Like you've, You just doesn't across the universe? Yeah. In the same way that we've seen lots of stuff happen across the universe at this point. Okay. The Force doesn't work on distance. I feel like that's too big of a leap. Yeah. But it's not a big leap just to say that he killed her. Yeah. To, to make Vader's... Across... He killed her across the universe? Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I think... Yeah, I think um, Order or, 66. Or just, Obi-Wan's death? No, there's not he enough. He struck me down. He just... He just... He just turns into a pile yeah, of rags. He's like, oh, okay. I guess that happened. Yeah. Um, or Yoda's death. Yoda's death is good, yeah. Not there. But still, because of the score and the impact it has on like the yeah. overall storyline, and because it's something that we heard about all the way back in A New Hope, when he says, you know, Darth Vader hunted down and murdered the Jedi, yeah. I think Order 66 is probably my favorite death. I think mine's going to... Mine's actually not the Han. So I think when I'm thinking about it, I think it is going to be the Return of the Jedi, Vader dying because of yeah. that line, tell your yeah. sister you were right. It's yeah. just so like, ugh. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's move on to our main topic. Got to stroll on that beach. Said seagulls gonna come. Put me in the coconut. And they did. And they did. And we're going like. All right. So we're covering... This quotes. is the final part. This is the this is the third part of the trilogy, of the quote trilogy. Yes, we're covering so, Rogue One, Episode Seven, and Episode Eight. So our previous two episodes, um, if you haven't listened to them, we are covering all the quotes, the best quotes of the movie, and we're trying to determine what's the best Star Wars quote of all time. Yeah. So first, we're narrowing it down between each trilogy. Yeah. Uh, Phantom Menace. Uh, we had narrowed it down to two, and we had people vote on Facebook, mm-hmm. and the winner was Fear is the Path to the Dark Side. Fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, hate leads to suffering. Yep. And then the old trilogy, uh, we narrowed it down to two, and the winner is, of course, as I suspected, yeah. uh, Yoda's quote, no, try not, do or do not. There, there is, is no, no try. try. Now, uh, Brian disagreed. He thinks the best quote yeah. is... Help me, Obi-Wan. Kenobi, you're my only help. You know, and that's what my brother said. Yeah. 
but I feel like people are overvaluing it because it's iconic. I get yeah. that it's so iconic, but if you look at the criteria, like, I don't know, it's like a, like a casual Star Wars fan, I get why they would say that. Yeah. But, or just like, You're yeah, calling but, them filthy casuals? No, it's just, I'm not saying that if you're not, like, if you're really into it that you can't, you can't <laughs> think that that's not it, but I just feel like, because the other quotes have more lessons to them. Yeah. So, I mean, we've explained the criteria. So, if the criteria is, we have four points. Um, one is memorability of the quote. Is it one that can be yeah. remembered and quote over and over again? Emotional resonance on either the character or the audience. Uh, is there a lesson of the quote? Is there a lot of meaning behind the quote? Um, or does it teach something? Uh, and can it be used in everyday life? Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm still comfortable with Help Me Obi Wan Kenobi and My Own Hope not winning that. Okay. But are you not comfortable with that? No, that's fine. I mean, I definitely don't give a fuck about what Brian thinks, but... Yeah. But, you know. You're going to start a war, man. You're going to start a war you're not ready to finish. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, so let's go... Well, All right. Let's go into Rogue One and look at the quotes there, so... Okay. Um, actually, sorry. Yeah. Before we start. Yes. It's clear that Yoda has won two quotes already. Yes. Yeah. And I actually think they present a theme. Yeah. Um... Fear is the path to the dark side. He's saying, like, don't be afraid. Yeah. Just don't be afraid. Yeah. And then do or do not. There is no try. Like, just do it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I disagree with those quotes. Because okay. they're they're so absolutist. They're so, yeah. like... But only a Sith deals in absolutes. Which is in itself... Oh! A, a, oh, okay. Well, that solves yeah. that. <laughs> which is, in and, of, in and of itself, an absolute. Yeah. Like, um, the statement itself. I just feel like... This philosophy of, like, I don't care if you're trying, I don't care if you're struggling. Yeah. It, I don't know. It, they just, they come off as callous to me. And yeah. I, and yet these quotes are winning. Yeah. I don't know, man. Mm, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Rogue One. First quote. I'm one with the Force, and the Force is with me. Probably the most memorable quote from the movie. Yeah. Um, and then... There's emotional resonance because yeah. he's like, Chira is like the only one talking about the Forest throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Um, which is the most. The thing that I didn't part. like about the line yeah. was that it, it was too wordy. So like to be used as a man, a mantra. Like he yeah. was like. One with the Forest and the Forest is with me. Yeah. You have to, to like, like repeat it, it over it, and over again. I am and one like, with the, and the is with me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it doesn't like flow yeah. as easily. Like I figure, I feel like they could have come up with a smoother like mantra that could have like yeah I don't know but uh, yeah so um, uh, is there a lesson I don't uh, know the force that the force is with you oh okay but <laughs> other than that I don't think there's actually a lesson yeah uh, it can be used in everyday life yeah though, sure because it's a mantra alright second quote make ten men feel like a hundred yeah yeah it's okay yeah Okay. <laughs> Be careful not to choke on your aspirations, director. I love it. It I is good. It. I don't like anyone who doesn't like this quote. I know. <laughs> like as we talked about last week, like people get really, really cranky that Darth Vader has quips in this movie, and it's like you've not obviously yeah. seen any of the other films that Darth Vader's in. Yeah. Because um, that's all he does. So it's memorable because of that controversy. Yeah. Um there's resonance on the character uh, who's getting choked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, He's very emotional. 
<laughs> the lesson is... That you should not choke on your aspirations. You no, know, well, I think the actual lesson is quit trying to make yourself seem so great. Yeah. Because Vader's like, you're, you're just trying to... Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be used in everyday life. Yeah. I can, you could say it sometimes. I'm sure it probably used it like, somewhere. Like, like, don't... If someone's like, hey, can I get this day off? Like, no. Don't choke on your aspirations, director. Yeah. All right. So that did that fulfill, did that really fulfill all four points of criteria? I think so. Yeah. Sadly. Um, all right. Next quote. I'll be there for you. Cassian said I had to. Um, yeah, it was funny, but it's a really funny one. But I don't think much beyond that. But it's you know, it is really funny though. So it's like, memorable. Yeah. <laughs> Also, one we don't have here that I think we need to, that we need to do is uh, the I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but the his line where he says, "Do you want to know the odds that she'll betray us?" It's oh, high. It's high. Yeah, it's very high. Yeah, it's just a great line. Yeah, <laughs> and then also the one where he's like, "Oh yeah, no, I'll just stay with the ship yeah. <laughs> after he ends up saving their asses." So he's got a lot of really really. Good entertaining lines. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, what will you do when they catch you? What will you do if they break you? If you continue to fight, what will you become? What's weird about this quote is it feels like it has nothing to do with the movie. Like, what will you become if you fight? Yeah. There was never, like... Well, she no, never, no. like, questioned what she was becoming. No, like, no but when it's, you look at what he became because he continued to fight. Yeah, he was an this, extremist. He was an extremist who was like Vader. He also was... And he's walking around on robot legs and using like his the whole respirator. Part, I just felt like his whole part in the movie was pointless. I didn't get why he was there. Like, I feel like he was there in the same reason why characters show up in different books and comic books in Star Wars so that they link to other things. Yeah. It was because they were like, oh, he was on Clone Wars. Yeah. We need, we want to have some sort of link to it. Let's have him show up as that. I think that was actually the reason. It's just so that they could have characters show up. In Um, the same way that Snap Wexley, who you don't care about or know anything about, is in... Um, the Force Awakens, and yet he's and he, he's over as the main character in the Aftermath trilogy, which I love the Aftermath trilogy, but like, why Snap Wexley? Because <laughs> he's Snap. <laughs> was he even in Last Jedi? He wasn't in Last no, Jedi. No, he was wasn't. He? Where is he? He probably died. No, he's probably one of the, like, the, they, they mentioned, like, there's some, like, scouts out there doing stuff, oh, I think, okay. so... And he didn't bother to come help them. Yeah, I'm hoping that... I, well, he's going to be back in the next one because J.J. Abrams is directing and he's J.J. Yeah. Abrams' friend and he shows up in all of J.J. Abrams' movies. So yeah. he'll be back. Um, he's probably going to die, though. So this quote, it was, it's not memorable because I don't think people really remember that one. Though. No. Uh, I mean, there's emotional resonance, though. Yeah. And there is a... I mean, there's a clear lesson. Like, be careful what you become. Yeah. But I don't know if it could be used in everyday life. Yeah. Um, and then we have hope. Rebellions are built on hope. Yeah. yeah. That's it. No, I like that one. It's fine. That's a good quote. That's the entire, like, basis. Right. Okay, okay, fine. Of the movie. I don't think it's memorable, though. It is memorable. I don't think, I don't think people remember that line. I absolutely, they do. Fine. 
How do they not remember that line? Shut up. How are you putting one point into that? I, what? It's I just, memorable? No, I just put... I'm, I'm going along It has emotional resonance. Okay, does it... Yeah, it has emotional resonance. Yeah. Yes, there's a lesson. Yes. But I don't think they could be used in everyday life. Absolutely. I'll use it right now. Watch. We have hope. <laughs> Rebellions are built on hope. Boom. But I'm just like, like I'm just like Mark. You can't do that. We have hope. <laughs> Rebellions are built on hope. Yeah. Okay. So, my question is: Are we really saying that that or be careful not to choke on your aspirations, director, is more important than I'm one with the force and the force is with me? Yes. Which point of criteria did not fulfill again? Uh, um, I lesson? think. With yeah. Lesson. yeah, because well, I had said that though. the lesson was the forces with me, and you well, realized because I was just repeating what it said. Well, no, there's a lesson. The lesson is that um, you should have faith in the force because it'll help you. Uh, okay. But I still think, I think the best quote of the movie is, we have hope, rebellions are built on hope. The th- here's the thing. If the line that was in the trailer had been in the movie where she says, this is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel. Yeah. I'd probably have gone with that. But the whole, we have hope, rebellions are built on hope. Like, that happens, like, right at the point You're of the right. movie where the entire rebellion is like, screw that. We're not going to do anything. We're just going to sit here and wait to die. Yeah. And that's where... And she turns, she turns yeah. like, I not mean, everybody, but she turns There is group. no old trilogy without that quote. Yeah. Because that's the start of the rebellion, yeah. and she delivers um, it so well. Yeah, she's a she's a really I, I like. I'm just like, surprised it's winning because I'm one with the force, and the force with me is so iconic. Yeah, but I guess it's the same reason we discounted "Help Me Obi Wan Kenobi" my only hope. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, so we have hope. Rebellions are built on hope. Yes, is the best quote in Rogue One. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Force Awakens. There's been an awakening. Have you felt it? This Good. one was used in the trailers. Yeah. Uh, it gives you goosebumps. So. And we constantly were like using it just like, we're using yeah. it every day, if not for anything, yeah. but just because yeah. we're just this, quoting it all the yeah. time. You're so excited for the movie. But there's no lesson. No. So it fulfills three Except points. the lesson is that there has been an awakening. <laughs> Shut up. You can't just repeat the quote as the lesson. <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh, I like this one. I used to wonder about that myself. Thought it was all a bunch of mumbo jumbo. Magical power holding together good and evil. The lights, the dark side and the light. Crazy thing is, it's true. The Force, the Jedi, all of it. It's all true. Okay, so that whole thing may not be memorable, mm-hmm. but there's so much emotional resonance because you compare that line to one of Han's first lines in yeah. New Hope, yeah. where he's like, if you ask me, it's a bunch of simple tricks yeah. and nonsense. Yeah. Like, so here's my question. Yeah. Um, Han Solo in episode seven versus yeah. Han Solo in episode four. I assume yeah. you like him a lot more. Obviously. Do you like him a lot more than episode six? Yes. Despite the fact that he went back to being a smuggler and abandoned his whole family instead of like He's becoming the- a hero in episode six. It's where like truly like. Yeah, but he, was, uh, he just felt like he was along for the ride in episode six. Like, but the, what he, he was the one who chose do? to lead the strike team, the suicide mission that everybody said was he was going to die at. So, <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> so anyway. But here's the thing. No. It's his disposition that I like. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, like he's trying to be heroic and all, and it shows him coming a long way from episode four. But episode seven, he's actually a dynamic character to me because he's had a family. He's had yeah. to deal with more trauma. Like he, he doesn't feel as dynamic in episode six because yeah. he's just kind of there like, I'm hero now. And that's it. Like yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't feel like he's struggling with anything. This, he's struggling with his son. He's trying to turn to the light. Like it's yeah. more of a... So, but anyways, uh, yeah. to the quote itself, um, it's, so it's obviously emotional. Um, yeah. I would say that there's a lesson in the fact that there is a difference between yeah. that and what he used to say. Well, the lesson like, is a, a lesson of belief. Yeah. Like, um, but it, it can't really be used in everyday life, so we're gonna probably have to. Except that you can say, like, that it's true, all of it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I guess if someone's just, but someone's, I've like, done someone's, that someone's just like, wait, really? Wait, it's true. true. All no, 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 you have to do with the voice. <laughs> it's true, all of it. The old withered old man sound. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, forgive me. I feel it again. The pull, the light. Supreme Leader said. Show me again the power of the darkness, and I'll let nothing stand in our way. Show me, Grandfather, and I will finish what you started. This one, it might be my favorite quote in the whole movie. It's real, real good. Because it flips the script. Yeah. The pole to the light. He's being seduced to the light side. Yeah. And that's why I love Return of the Jedi so much. Because Luke... Because it's always a story of, oh, is Luke yeah. going to go to the dark side? I was like, well, is Vader going to go to the light side? Yeah. Like, why can't that be yeah. asked? Why can't that be asked in everyday life? We always demonize but, our enemies, but why can't we say, can we pull them back to the light? The one thing I wish is that this scene had been before Supreme Leader Snoke tells him that his father, Han Solo, is has Rey, or whatever it was. Why before? Because... The reveal, instead of him like standing there with Supreme Leader Snoke being like, yeah. Han Solo's your dad, kid. <laughs> like the scene of him just sitting there staring at this helmet and you being like, yeah, what? And then him and calling him grandfather. Then it makes you wonder yeah. who is his father? Oh, is he Luke's son? Yeah. You're not going to think, you're not, you probably are going to think that he's Luke's son. Yeah. Until then. Especially because, like, earlier on he's told, like, you can't deny about the truth about your family and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You're going to think that he's talking about Luke. Mm-hmm. And then when Supreme Leader Snoke's like, your father, Han Solo, then you go, oh. Yeah. You know? I, yeah, I can but, see that. Um, you know. But to the quote itself, yeah. um, I think it's memorable. Oh, because yeah. Because this, this was the whole, I will finish what you started. That was used in the trailers all the time. Yeah. Um, a lot of emotional resonance. Oof. So much. Yeah. Um, the lesson is that you can, uh, someone of darkness can be pulled yeah. to the light. Um, and then, I don't know if it could be used in everyday life, though. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. All right. The belonging you seek is not behind you, it is ahead. I am no Jedi, but I know the Force. It moves through and surrounds every living thing. Close your eyes. Feel it. The light. It's always been there. It will guide you. The saber. Take it. 
I love Maz Kanata. Maz, yeah. She's so fantastic. That's great. Uh, it's unfortunate she didn't have a bigger role in Last Jedi. Yeah, I'm hoping she has a bigger um, role again, especially because yeah. I just love Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah. Like, I can just hear her talk. Yeah, I know. Um, um, the belong you seek is not behind you, it is ahead. Yeah. That is a powerful statement and yeah. lesson. Um, yeah. And it, and it frames Ray's character completely. And yeah. actually, that sets up the reveal that she's nobody. Mm-hmm. So yeah. people, people up in arms like, oh, she's supposed to be somebody. Like, no, look at Maz's quote. Yeah. The belonging you seek is not behind you. Yeah. Um, so great lesson. Um, I don't think this line is overly memorable, though. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of emotional resonance, though, obviously, with Ray. Yeah. Um, and then I don't think it could be used in everyday life, though, yeah. just casually. It's such yeah. a good quote, though. It is a good quote. I it mean, is, yeah. Some of these are, I think all these quotes have really great emotional resonance. Yeah. I just don't think they're overly memorable or are able to use yeah. used a lot. Yeah. Um, but maybe with time, that could change. Um, you. You're afraid that you will never be as strong as Darth Vader. Yes. <laughs> uh that's good. Yeah. Uh, because it reveals Kylo's motivations. Yeah. Um, and also shows how she's able to tap into his mind. Yeah. Uh, back. Because so they are, because they're like yeah, they're equals, linked. you know, linked even back then. It's, yeah, that's, that's an interesting theme. Yeah. That could be seen through both movies. I really need to watch these movies just one after the other. Yeah. Because it's like one long movie, really, because it takes place like within seconds. Back to back, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but it's uh, it's probably not memorable, though. Yeah. Um, again, the same problem we're having. Um, it's, actually, it, it probably only fulfills the emotional resonance. Yeah. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Um funny um actually i i watched this video where they're like um actually that is how the force works it's yeah. the force is always helping you when you need it at, yeah. at your most even though you don't know what you're doing yeah <laughs> so no, han's yeah. actually wrong yeah um okay for once he's finally wrong <laughs> once yes you mean like every single movie um yeah i mean i've i hear people using the quote all the time like because it's funny yeah They'll just go, that's not a so force that, works. So it can be used in everyday life. It yeah. was memorable. Yeah. But there's no lesson. It's not emotional. Yeah. <laughs> so this one has the inverted problem. Yeah. Um, I'm being torn apart. I want to be free of this pain. I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Will you help me? Sure. <laughs> sure, kid. Sure, kid. What do you need? You need 20 bucks? Close eyes wallet? <laughs> go buy it. Have something nice. Oh, thanks. That's all I needed, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> what's great is the like oh I should have told him you can waste time with your friends later <laughs> <laughs> um, what's great about this line is that it's got such a strong double meaning to it yeah like he wants to be free of the pain of being pulled of towards being pulled the, light. the light again yeah. flipping the script and that like, he knows what he has to do yeah but he doesn't know if he has the strength to do it. And you think, like, initially, like, like oh. Oh, okay, he wants to be good. Like, yeah. oh, oh, no, he literally wants to be bad. And then when he says, will you help me? Like, yeah. Han knows what he's actually yeah. saying and is like, yes, 
kill me if that's what. Yeah. No, I I am totally like a suicide truther. Like yeah. he, Han knows what was happening. Yeah. Um, which would be amazing if they revealed yeah. that in yeah. the third movie, because and they could because they've continued this theme of Han's death is still with you. Yeah. Um, like Luke saying that, and when like Kylo Ren like picks up the dice in Last Jedi, like yeah. he's still with him. Yeah. Um, oh, another really good line that's from that scene is bad. <laughs> oh, and ooh, yeah, remember that? Yeah, no, but like the Ben line is like uh, fi- we finally learn what yeah. like that isn't that that Han wasn't like this kid's name's Kylo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so it was just some dumb sixteen year old who's like Kylo sounds edgy. Call me Kylo now, guys. Uh, so okay, so back to this line. No, it's it's good. Um, it's. Definitely has emotional so, resonance. Yeah, but probably nothing else. Again, we're running yeah. into that same problem. Um, there's not really a lesson there, though. Well, I mean, you can use... I guess being, the, the lesson is some people do just want to be evil for evil's sake. Yeah. But... I could imagine, like, if you're, like, suffering from some major digestive issues, you could say, <laughs> I'm being torn apart, I want to be free of this pain. <laughs> okay. Um, so this leaves us with Two points of criteria here, or sorry, uh, two quotes have three points of criteria um, that are tied here. Uh, There has been an awakening, have you felt it? And forgive me, I feel it again, the polo light, supremely sensitive, show me. um, Show me, grandfather, and I'll finish what you started. I think there's been an awakening. Yeah. Have you felt it? It's because it's overly iconic, it edges out. Yeah. Yeah. Out so that one wins episode seven. Yeah, episode eight, we have a lot more. So here's the thing. We said that episode five had the quippiest quotes. Mm-hmm. I think episode eight has the best um, quotes with lessons. Yes. In all of the movies. Yeah. Um, so let's start with, I only know one truth. It's time for the Jedi to end. Yeah, so kind of in the vein of There's Been an Awakening, Have You Felt It? This was used in the trailers a lot. Yeah. Um, Mainly because when he first says that, the first time you see the trailer, you're like, whoa. Your mind is blown. It's such a shift in tone. Yeah. Um, So super memorable, super emotional. Um, There's probably not a lesson. Um, I don't know. The lesson is that it's Stop it. Stop. Can it be used in everyday life? Um, do you know? Do you know what the capital of Montana is? I only know one truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the Jedi. To it can totally be used in everyday life. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you, honey? Did you remember to pick up the groceries? I only know one truth. It's time for the Jedi to end. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start using this now. Anytime anybody asks me anything. <laughs> hey, uh, you're at the Do you have $5 sh- I can yeah. have? No, I like, only know one truth. You're at the shop like, and somebody comes up, how much does this cost? <laughs> I only know one truth. All right. Try, okay. using a, try using it on one of your coworkers tomorrow and see like, yeah. how it works. Don't, All right, so care. the voice um, does not belong to the Jedi. To say the Jedi dies, the voice dies, is a vanity. Love. Love this quote. Yeah. The lesson, like, the Jedi were so possessive over the Force. Yeah. Um, so a huge points in lesson. Um, 
I don't, it's probably not overly memorable. I don't think people like think last shit. I oh that one quote about yeah. vanity. Yeah. Um, but it is emotional because there's a lot of context mm-hmm. with the quote. Um, yeah. But it probably can't be. Used well, and also life. like if you go back and look at the expanded universe, the Jedi were known for just like showing up on planets and being like, "We're gonna take your kids now." Yeah. And they would have like these planets would be like primitive planets would have like shamans and stuff like that. So, yeah. like, they were basically telling people, like, your force tradition is dumb. We're taking your kid. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but it probably can't be used in everyday life, though. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm racking my brain yeah, trying to find some comedy in there to use, but <laughs> I can't. It's fine. Um, um, go ahead. I've seen this raw strength only once before in Ben Solo. It didn't scare me enough then. It does now. It does now. Oh, the goosebumps again yeah. in the trailer. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and he, and it shows more of their um, how they're linked. He's yeah. seen that one yeah. strength once before. Yeah. Like he you sees the write, same level well, of power. You could really write a whole article about how Kylo Ren and Rey are the yin and yang. Um, yeah. Of Star Wars, and I think that really yeah. is the focus of this new trilogy. I think that whole um, big giant um, picture in the pool mm-hmm. is supposed to represent. Yeah, it's the yin yang symbol. Well, yes, yeah, but but I'm saying that is Kylo and specifically Red and Ray. Yeah. So you, you think maybe there's probably more to be revealed in Episode Nine that like this is even bigger than maybe they are. What if? Okay, the chosen one is two. Yes. As one. Okay, so there's this, there's this, my favorite fantasy series is called The Belgariad. And then, and the first book is called Pawn of Prophecy. Okay. And this, it's about this kid who's a farm boy. Okay. And this old wizard ends up taking him and leading him on this magical quest Mm -hmm. where he ends up with this glowing blue sword. I see what you did there. Well, you see what David Eddings did there because he specifically went through all the tropes of every classic, um, like old story, and like tried to like fit them all in together while being clever about it and like being funny. So it's called Pawn of Prophecy because it's revealed that there is this, there are these two prophecies, like the good prophecy and the evil prophecy, mm-hmm. and they're at war with each other. With each other, and basically they're like everybody on Earth is their chess pawns. But this kid is going to be the, his like king piece, and he has, and he it's like his piece against the evils Torak, who's a god that he's eventually going to have to fight. So that in the end, like he is the avatar of the prophecy, and Torak is the avatar of the dark prophecy, and that in the end they have to battle each other, and in the end only one prophecy will remain. So what if? Kylo Ren was created a descendant of Darth Vader to be like the uh, the pure avatar of darkness. Mm-hmm. So powerful that even like Snoke who like quote unquote created him mm-hmm. was easily destroyed by Kylo Ren because yeah. he's the true avatar the physical embodiment of darkness itself. And Rey 
is the physical embodiment of light itself. They were both created by the universe, by the force. As darkness rises, As, light meets it. Yes, and that together, they their final confrontation will decide whether darkness wins and rules the galaxy, or light wins and rules the galaxy and eliminates the dark side entirely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because all this I mean, matches up with all that stuff. No, it totally does. So... Um, so let's see where we at here. So I've seen this Rosh Hashanah once before. Um, there's probably not a lesson. Um, it's probably actually just emotional item. Yeah. Well, I mean it's memorable too, but um, I don't know hope is like the sun. If you only look for it when you see it, you'll never make it through the night. Love it. It's great. That quote challenges me as a person. Yeah. Because I am so distraught over the world today. Yeah. And I have, I have had no hope for a while yeah. about the real, world, the real world we live in. Yeah. Um, and so this quote is really challenging me to be like, no, you need to, you need to hold on to hope. Yeah. Like, you're not going to make it. Definitely life. memorable. Um, is it memorable, though? Because it was only said once. And it's well, of course it was only said once. Every single one of these lines was only uh, said once. No, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like, it wasn't, like, used in trailers. It wasn't, like... It's not like a. It's not like people are going around quoting Aldo, saying it. Yeah. I don't know. I just again remember that that the memorability is supposed to be to the layman folk. Yeah. I just don't know if it's quite there. Yeah. But the lesson is yeah. overpowering. Yeah. Um, and super emotional because they're about to be destroyed. Yeah. Um, and it could totally be used in everyday life because of the lesson. Yeah. Um. All right. All right. Moving on. The greatest teacher failure is we are what they grow beyond. That is the true burden of all masters. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah. yeah. Again, yeah. Um, kind of falling away from that arrogance of the Jedi and saying yeah. you have to let the next generation and Disney itself saying to Star Wars fans, <laughs> this is going to grow beyond. Yeah. What you what you want? Um, yeah. So I think it's memorable, um, yeah. emotional, and there's a lesson. Yeah. Um, can it be used? I mean, maybe as part of the lesson, you know, like yeah. if someone the greatest up. teacher failure yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a point for that. They blow you up today, you blow them up tomorrow. It's just. <laughs> Business. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fine. That's right. <laughs> um, you mean Benicio del Toro's quote isn't your favorite in all of Star Wars? No. The Empire, your parents, the Resistance, the Sith, the Jedi. Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. It's the only way to become what you're meant to be. This one again. Yeah. Is used over and over. It was, as, yeah. As a theme. And, yeah. Um, Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. Yeah. Um, he's super emotional for who Kylo is. Yeah. Um, the lesson being, some people just want to... See the world burn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Master White. <laughs> and then, can it be used in everyday life? Yeah. 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 Like, hey, Mark, remember that time when we... Let the past die. <laughs> Kill it. 
right. Um, we are the spark that will light the fire that'll burn the first order down. Yeah. <laughs> this one was repeated over and over again. So yeah. it's obviously going to be memorable. Um, I would say there's a lot of resonance with yeah. the characters because, again, where the, what their position is yeah. right now in the movie. Um, the lesson is that we are the spark. No, there's no lesson. <laughs> I can tell there's no lesson, but you just have to repeat the quote. Um, it can totally be used in everyday life, though. Yeah. So three points. Gryffindor. Um, We're going to win this war not by fighting what we hate, but saving what we love. Okay, so like, I like the idea of this quote. I do not like the delivery of it. It yeah. just, and especially because she like kissed him, yeah. right after, it, yeah. it's, which felt out of nowhere. I didn't really feel like it fell out of nowhere. I just maybe it's just because I didn't really feel the chemistry. I don't know. Well, here's the 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 the, the issue is is that like she just like she basically just like t boned another car while they were both going like 150 yeah. miles per hour. And yet she still has, like, the wherewithal to, like, yeah. deliver this, like, line that she's that she's got before, like, quote-unquote dying. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very definitely memorable. No, it's memorable. People remember it. And people um, will quote it. And it's emotional. And it's got a lesson. There's a, there's a and there's, there's a huge lesson. And yeah. actually, I think this might be the most, one of the most important lessons in all of Star Wars. Yeah. Um, you're just perpetuating this. Yeah. War and maybe you just need to focus on what you can save. Yeah. Um, well, and that's what they were doing the entire for the entire movie. Mm-hmm. They were saving what they loved. The rebellion or the the resistance was. Mm-hmm. They were not fighting what they hated. Yeah. Poe wanted to fight what right. they hated. That was the whole point. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if I could be used in everyday life though. Yeah. It's very specific. We're going to win this war, not by fighting what we hate. Yeah, but like pieces of it. Yeah, I mean, like, if you're you know. mad at somebody, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's that more of a lesson criteria, though, than an actual quotable use in yeah. everyday life. Yeah. That's probably only three. Amazing. Every word of what you just said was wrong. The rebellion is reborn today. The war is just beginning. And I will not be the last Jedi. Ray, mm-hmm. it wraps. Oh, yeah. Um, it is memorable mm-hmm. and emotional. Yeah, I know that this is Brian's vote. Is it? He was telling me that this yeah. was because he uses every word of what you just said was wrong <laughs> to when he's talking <laughs> to his children. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Every word of what you just said. Um, is there a lesson? Probably not. Uh, no, not. no, not it's really. Just, he's just staying something. I mean, the lesson is that the rebellion is born, reborn today, yeah. not tomorrow, or the day before even. Okay, but today. We're done. <laughs> Strike me down in anger, and I'll always be with you, just like your father. Um, it's not memorable, but it is emotional. Uh, there's not much going on actually. Yeah. So. Um, okay. So we've got, I think, just two here with four points of criteria fulfilled. 
One is the greatest teacher failure is we are what they grow beyond. That's true bird of all masters. And the other, um, let the past die, kill it if you have to. Yeah. That's the only way to become what you were meant to be. Yeah. I don't know. That's tough. I think we have to narrow it down though. Um, Hmm. You think here. Well, let's think about what fulfills criteria. Like, I know they both fulfill all four points, but what yeah. fills it more? Like, a, like oh, that's yeah. super this. Um, so, the greatest future failure is, I think that, let's see, we are what they grow beyond as true Bob masters. I don't, mm. I don't, that's not as memorable as Love the Past Die. Love the past die. So, we're going to give one more point to that. Yeah. And that's okay. going to be our... But, let's be fair, let's get all four points, though. Emotional resonance. Yeah. What has more emotional resonance? I mean, that entire scene. With Yoda? No. With Kylo. With Kylo. You're right. It's definitely. And then, the, the greater lesson, though, with Yoda's. Yeah. You can't be using everyday life, but that's good. That would also let the past yeah. die, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. Yeah. So, so now we've got three films, and we have to decide. Okay. So have, let's eliminate one. We there's we have hope. Rebellions are built on hope. There's been an awakening. Have you felt it? And let the past die. Kill it if you have to. I think the one that we should drop is there's been an awakening. Have you felt it? Um, it doesn't have as much impact at you're all. right and looking at the points of criteria it actually doesn't fulfill all four yeah whereas the other two do yeah so so we're gonna do a vote yeah on we have hope rebellions are built on hope and then let the past die kill if you have to yeah so then what we'll do for the next episode is we will review the top the three that have the most yes and we'll decide from there yeah and then we'll have, we'll also have another topic. We're not going to spend an yeah, entire yeah, another yeah, episode. No. So, um, I've actually got one lined up. I'm really excited about. Ooh, what is the will of the force? Ooh. Like the actual will of the force? Can yeah. we determine what it is based on what we've seen in Star Wars? That's a good question. Yeah, and I'm I have, I might have to do some research on. Yeah, this. no, and me too. And I have actually a lot to to like. Uh, and when we can go to it later, but just a little taste, um, like Snoke's line. Um, the more powerful Kylo gets, the more powerful Rey gets. Yeah. Like, so what, the Force just wants two sides to be battling each other? Is that the will mm. of the Force? Yeah. What is the will? Yeah. So we'll get into it. Cool. But, okay. Um, Let's go ahead and do some trivia. Uh, Nothing I could do but yell when these birds attack me. When I tried to run, I fell and then these kids start laughing. All right. So currently we are tied. Tied. 84 to 84. 84 to 84. Oh, man. This is actually. We're going to have to figure out what happens when somebody reaches 100. There's going to be something. (laughs) Yeah. Like they should get a cake or something. Okay. All right. All right. So when whoever reaches 100, Mm -hmm. unless like we both reach 100 at the same time. If we both reach 100 at the same time, we will share a cake. Oh, well, that's nice. (laughs) All right. Uh, Tell me, Mark, who clarifies the Mos Eisley Cantina policy on droids? What a weird question. (laughs) Who clarifies clarifies the Mos Eisley Cantina policy on droids? Um, 
the bartender were. Yeah. It's a weird question. Yeah. Um, Who takes mere seconds to out-duel Kit Fisto? Kit Fisto! Dude! That would be the Emperor. Well, not the the Emperor. No, he was Emperor then. No, he hadn't. Yeah, he reorganized. Oh, you're right. After that, he did. My bad, my bad. So it's the Chancellor. Um, But here's the thing. I have yet to hear a plausible explanation why he took out three Jedi in one second. Because he's a Sith Lord? No, I don't. That's not... That's yeah. not good enough for me. He's the They mess. can't learn basic there's lightsaber, block it with your own lightsaber. He's Dark Lord of the Sith. No. Who does Luke Skywalker mention he has no memory of? His mother. Who which was a continuity error. Yeah. That she although, did. It's not yeah. that he it's not wasn't continuity either. He had no memory. Although it's you can that. twist it because literally her line is images really feelings. Yeah. So it's not really... But so what it shows is that Padme that, loved her daughter a Yeah, lot. and Luke didn't give a shit. Which is weird because Obi-Wan was holding Luke over Padme when she died. Yeah. Like, why would he remember anything? Yeah. All right. Um, who warns Chewbacca not to touch the dead animal he discovers? Uh, Han. Luke. Oh. No, wait, Chewie, no, wait, don't! Oh, I was thinking Han said that. Okay. Mm-hmm. What hoop-wheeled robot missile launcher is employed against the clone army on Geonosis? Oh. Okay, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I actually own three of these in the Star Wars miniatures. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, just just three of them in general. No, in the Star Wars miniatures, I own three of them because they, they they were random pulls. And now I can't think of the names of them. They are... Oh, Hellfire Droids. You suck. Yes! Which Senate procedure proposed by Queen Amidala results in the departure of the Supreme Chancellor? A vote of no confidence. So you missed one. Yeah. So now Mark is at a measly 89, and I'm going to get all six right and get ahead again. Bring it. Bring it. Who notes... They will keep the local systems in line. Um, oh, wait, is it? I, I, I can't remember if it's Tarkin or if it's the other guy that they're talking to. But I'm going to say it's because I don't know the other guy's name, Tarkin. Yeah. 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 What is Luke Skywalker? They wanted to He's a you know, clarify. Uh, used to dispatch the... Final Imperial Biker Scout. Was he used to dispatch it? Yeah. With his lightsaber? Yes. Who gives names to Padme Amidala's babies? Who gives names to them? Yes. Padme does. Yes. What are the color designations of the four rebel fighter squadrons in the second Death Star battle? Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Well, wait. Red. Gold. Green. And blue. Gray. All right. To which city does Boba Fett track the Millennium Falcon? It's Cloud City. Same thing. Oh, that was close. (laughs) Because 
Birmingham City is not Bespin. Okay. I'm disappointed. But it's, All right. I got it, though. Who is hanging on a barbecue spit when he notes, I have a really bad feeling about this? Um, Hans. Yes. So we're still tied. We're still tied. Oh. Oh, I was hoping you were going to miss at least one more. We are going to get it higher at the same time. We are. I'm looking forward to looking for enjoying that cake with you. Yeah. Let's, let's eat the cake, Lady in the Tramp style. <laughs> what is <laughs> I don't know how that would work, but we'll just get a big glob of, uh, of cake and we'll just yeah. put it, put eat it on either in. side. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's all we've got. Yeah. Um, join us next time as we discuss the will of the force. The will of the force. The will of the force. The William of the force. Not the Dave, not the Bob, the will of the force. William Wallace of the force. You can tell we're both fathers because we make (laughs) terrible jokes. Yes. All right. We will see you next time. What will you do when they catch you? What will you do when they record you? If you continue to podcast, what will you become? Stop it now.